1: Start your Saturday with something that will grow your kiddos' brains and get their creative juices flowing. Join us at LAS in Pasadena for a morning of multilingual readings, interactive performances, and lots of kid fun. It's Super Fun Saturday on June 1st. Get your tickets at LAS.com slash events.
2: What you're about to hear is fiction. The scenes and characters are inspired by Eric Galindo's life, but it's a made-up story. Enjoy. <coughs> okay.
3: Ready or not, here I come. I thought of you for two nights in a row now. All day and night. I feel like I'm in a Lizzo song. Because I think maybe I did fall in love with you. Now, don't go running for the hills or anything. I'm just saying maybe I did. Okay. (sighs) That's me, your boy, Eric Galindo, confessing my feelings to someone in a voice memo and then sending it to her. Man, I'm not going to lie. I'm fucking terrified. Waiting for her response is like an eternity. I keep thinking about this thing someone said to me. What's the wildest thing you've done for love? I I had a Match.com profile once. Did you? We made it in the middle of a fight with the ex. Oh, God. When we were making the first season of Wild, my colleague Megan Tan and I would talk about love a lot. Like, I'm terrified, like, of that kind of love. What do you mean? Like, like it's just there, you know? Like you don't got to work for it? No, no. I don't know. I don't know if I think about that, but I just feel like I'm filled with love, you know? I didn't always feel that way. We're taught to hate each to hate one one another. Like, I grew up in a place where we didn't really value human life. So you wonder, like, who the fuck are you to expect love? There are times when I felt very unlovable.
0: Hmm. I remember that conversation.
3: Yeah. It's hard to admit some of that, but I guess I was feeling pretty open. Because honestly, romantic love scares the shit out of me. Why? Probably started back in high school when my friend Jay came up to me and was like, Eric, I'm going to change your world.
0: I'm Eric Glendo. I'm Megan Tan. And
3: this is Wild.
1: Man, I cannot believe this. Oh, my God. Like, I just woke up and I just had all the money in the world. Like, I can't even believe this. Like, I even got some, uh, what's the shoes called? Christy Louis, Bts, v whatever that is. I got a pair of them at my side. I got a Louis bag, Gucci bag, Fendi bag. I got, like, everything. I got some Gucci fries. You know how I the lens is. I was like,
0: I got everything. You're listening to Wild, a show about growing up, kinda, Season two, I think I'm falling in love.
2: Wild will be back after this break.
1: The LAS Spring Super Sweeps is happening now. You can win amazing prizes while supporting your source for local fact-based journalism.
2: Now,
3: back to the show. Megan. Yes. What's your favorite taco in L.A. so far?
0: <laughs> Why? You're telling me a story. The wildest thing you've done for love. What's that about? Don't try to tangent this.
3: <laughs> All right, right. Let's
0: start at the beginning.
3: Sure. Okay. Where was I? Thanks
0: for doing my homework, Red. Okay. So you're in high school. Who's this friend, Jay?
3: Jay was the kind of friend that was always down for whatever.
2: Oh my God, I love this apartment. (laughs) Isn't it perfect?
3: Come on, fool, let's go blaze it right now. Don't make me go watch another episode of Friends. But I want to know what happens with Joey. Jay and I used to ditch school a lot and hang out at his mom's apartment. He would usually hook up with girls in his bedroom while I hung out in the living room
0: that's a weird-ass relationship (laughs) not gonna lie (laughs) and what were you doing
3: i mean i was watching tv i was watching
1: lady Boggs, get your cute butt down here
3: if you could take him back right now would you no rom-coms his mom collected she had this huge collection of rom-coms and i was obsessed with rom-coms because rom-coms were nothing like my real life i'm difficult Jay was one of my best friends, and he was good friends with this guy. Let's call him Ace. Hey, Red! Red? That's what people called me back in high school. Yo, Red. Hey, Jay say you got some dry-ass lips. You ain't never met <laughs> on a girl before. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Ace was in the local Trece, some Mexican mafia shit. He's the type of guy you do not want to disappoint. Like, most people in my neighborhood would stay clear of him or bow down to him. So I didn't really mess with Ace too much. But all of a sudden, I was outside his place. I'm gonna take care of you right now. (laughs) Hey, Bernice, get over here. Bernice comes over grinning through these big ass braces that made her look younger than she was. (laughs) Ace whispers in her ear, and I see her smile fade for a quick second. But then she takes pity on me. Like, who's this fool that's never been kissed? And also, she's probably as scared of ace as I am. So, Bernice rallies. (laughs) And walks right up to me, grabs the back of my head, and... You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) And that's how I got my first kiss. With an around-the-way girl surrounded by gangsters on the streets of southeast L.A. It made me feel like if I wanted love, this was my only option. What do you mean? Like I didn't deserve rom-com love or maybe even romantic love at all. Just this grimy ass, street ass. It's like when your first kiss is basically because someone felt sorry for you. You think people feeling sorry for you is the only way you get love.
0: So you weren't the star of your own Hollywood rom-com?
3: Not even close. But there was this one time when I thought maybe I could be. Hey,
4: Eric. It's Luna. I'm in L.A. Not sure what you're doing this weekend. I'd love to see you.
0: Okay. Who's this woman?
3: <sighs> Luna.
0: Wait, 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 wait. How old are you? Where are we? What's going on?
3: Right. Okay. Backstory. I love me a backstory. I know, I know. Backstory.
1: 40 seconds.
2: And clear up the closing doors,
3: please. After high school, I dated for a bit. Mostly awkward situations, but I could never really shake that first kiss. So I just never really fell in love. Until I fell in love with writing. I became a journalist. I freelanced for a bunch of newspapers and magazines. And then I got this opportunity of a lifetime to go to New York an interview for a job with the New York Times. So I get in this elevator, and I see this beautiful woman running toward me. Oh, hold that. And I'm like, whoa. She looks like Mexican Amelie. What for? Eight is fine. Oh, we're going to the same floor. She's got these beautiful full lips, eyes that are just, I don't know, they're like little universes. I know immediately I need to say something to her. Like, I should spit some fucking game right now. Elevator music would be perfection right about now. But I have absolutely no game Oh my god. I can't believe you just quoted friends. Could this be any more awkward? (laughs) (laughs) Especially because I was just like being the nerdy authentic me. Hearing her laugh felt like the greatest accomplishment I could have done on this trip to New York. Like I didn't even care about the job anymore. Hi, I'm Eric. Luna. Luna. So we get off the elevator, and everyone around us looks like they just came from a prep school reunion. Designer suits, like hair. It just looked like everyone was exactly where they needed to be. And Luna looked that way, too. What's a good place to
4: get lunch around here? Um, I don't know. This is my first time in New York. I'm actually from L.A. Oh. Here for a job interview. I'm a TV reporter in Arizona right now. But the New York Times flew me out special for this new role. I guess I'm a finalist.
3: Me too. I'm here for the multi-platform reporter. Me too. Wild. I'm from Southeast LA. Oh. Me too. Damn, okay. So we both like friends. We're both obviously talented. And we're both from Southeast LA. So you want to get dinner later? Mmm. <laughs> I'm flattered and you're cute.
4: And it's been a minute since I've been on a date with a guy from Southeast LA. Huh. But it's probably not a good idea. We're up for the same job, conflict of interest, and honestly, I don't need the distraction.
3: Could this be any more awkward?
4: Nope.
2: Stand clear of the closing doors, please.
3: So I didn't get that job.
0: And you didn't get the girl.
3: (laughs) Yeah, but I did give her my number. Oh. Exactly. And a couple of weeks later, I get this phone call. Hey,
4: Eric. It's Luna. I'm in L.A. Not sure what you're doing this weekend. I'd love to see
0: you. And you're like, oh man, at the New York Times, I got a woman's number? Sort of.
3: I'm not going to lie, I was, I was pretty excited. Especially after getting rejected so harshly in New York.
0: That was harsh.
3: Yeah, but it's also who Luna was. And I like that kind of bluntness. Wow, you look great. Do I?
4: I never know what to wear to these things. Feels like everyone's judging you. It would be worse if I came
3: alone. Then they'd really be judging me.
4: 30 minutes to destination.
3: Yeah. Last time I was at a wedding was my parents. It was at a courthouse. I was four, and I didn't even have to dress myself. (laughs) Well,
4: I'm glad your mom didn't dress you tonight. Did she?
0: (laughs) I'll never tell. (laughs) I can't believe you said yes to a first date as a plus one to a wedding.
3: Buy the ticket. Take the ride! Slow down.
4: (laughs) I was engaged once, and you know, I'm glad I didn't go through with it. I broke up with him before I found out he cheated on me. (laughs) My friends knew, but they didn't tell me. Can you believe that? The friends we're gonna go see? Fifteen minutes to destination. (sighs) They told me they just wanted me to be happy, that everyone cheats. (laughs) All these couples, they look happy, but I know they're not. They all got problems. Besides, marriage is a distraction, something that gets in the way of what you actually want, especially for women.
3: So, what do you actually want?
4: I want to be... No. I am going to be the next Jorge Ramos.
3: Hola, ¿cómo están? Este es un reporte especial para edición digital desde el... So- why Jorge Ramos? Why not? Because he's a man? No, it's just very specific.
4: That's the problem with men. Y'all chi and y'all are not specific. Everyone should strive to be more like Jorge Ramos. He's a respected voice of the community who looks fucking hot on camera. Like, why would I not want to be that?
3: Okay. Crazy
4: weather we're having. <laughs> like my friend Janet. I love her. But she's always talking about John, and John is so broad. Nothing specific about him. <laughs> but don't tell Janet that. She doesn't have a life outside of John. She can't even go anywhere by herself anymore. She has to be home at a certain time. Blah, 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 blah. Boring. Boyfriends are distractions. Five minutes to destination. Well, don't you think she's happy? Happy? What does that even mean? What am I, Pharrell? Okay.
3: This sounds like an
0: intense first date.
3: I mean, at this point, I was like, ugh, how the fuck do I get out of this date? Mm Mm-hmm. But then...
1: You have arrived at your destination.
3: We got to the wedding. First of all, we're late, and I hate that. I know. (laughs) And then I go outside, and I open her car door for her. Are you okay? I don't want to be here. Great. I don't want to be here either. You don't understand. I have nothing. And they have everything. That sounds very broad. (laughs) So stupid. Look, as someone who grew up with a lot of nothing, that's not you. (laughs) When we were in New York, I could see right away that you should get that job instead of me. But now it makes sense why you didn't get that job. Great. Listen, I didn't belong there for the wrong reasons. You didn't belong there because you're going to be the next Jorge Ramos. So if you don't want to go in there, don't. But you should definitely get out of the car. Why? Give me your hand. Because when I was a kid and I wasn't having a good time at a party, my mom would have me dance with her. And it always oh made me feel better.
2: People say <laughs> I'm crazy to tell you this, but I love you. Yes, I do.
3: No offense to Bernice, but I wish that was my first kiss. Mm. can this be any more awkward (laughs) after that we definitely started dating and then Luna got a job working as a reporter for a big cable station in LA so we started hanging out all the time
4: thanks for letting me work here today your place has so much better light my place depresses me sometimes
3: I love when you pop in
4: do you think you can read this cover letter before I send it?
3: I'd love to read your cover letter.
4: <laughs> You're the best.
2: <sighs> How can I resist saying it's true I love you?
3: <laughs> so don't be weird or anything, but... <gasps> I got you something for our six month anniversary. Oh my gosh! Are these real pearls?
4: They're gorgeous! Thanks, baby! I also got you something.
3: It's kind of heavy, is it a gun? No, it's... A typewriter!
4: So you can finally start writing that book you're always talking about. I mean, I would use a laptop because it backs everything up, but you're always saying how...
3: Writing Writing is is like like playing playing a piano.
4: It's the same one Daniel Steele uses. You know,
3: Tom Hanks is an avid collector of typewriters.
4: Don't make me regret this. What are those?
3: The flowers. Yeah?
4: What did you do? Men always buy flowers when they
3: messed up. And were you
0: messing up?
3: No. I was just trying to show her that I appreciated her. But I guess she'd never had that before, and, and neither had I, honestly. Ma, pa, te presento a mi novia Luna. And so we got serious kind of fast. She met my mom and dad, Elvia and Manuel.
4: Hola. 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 Mucho gusto. Mucho gusto. Mira. Hablas español muy bien. Gracias. Mi mamá es de Oaxaca y mi papá es de Ecuador. Bueno, nadie es perfecto. Sí.
3: And then I met her parents, Mama Angela...
1: I hear you're a very good writer.
3: I liked her right away.
4: Author, author. You know where that's from?
3: <laughs> no. And her dad, Carlo.
4: Man, Al Pacino, hoo-wah,
2: hoo
3: <laughs> I also like Carlo right away. That's Scent of a Woman Pacino.
4: But he's also in
2: Author, author.
3: They were young, they were hip. They seemed wise in ways I don't think I even am today. So they became like my bonus parents.
0: And what did Luna think about that?
3: Oh, she loved it. She was very close to her dad, especially, so I think the fact that her dad and I were close made it kind of easier for her and I to get closer.
0: That's sweet. So you guys were kind of in a rom-com.
3: Yeah. But not always. At least none of the rom-coms I've seen.
4: <laughs> Excuse me. Hey, Excuse me. Be- move. Hello. I told you I was just being nice.
3: Nice? You were dancing with them.
4: Why do you always have to make a scene? Huh? You're so embarrassing.
3: <sighs> oh. Nice, you be nice to the bottle and it does what you want. Do you really need another drink right now? <sighs> need? I mean, nobody really needs another drink, but yeah, I need another drink. <laughs> Great. So I guess I'm driving us home. <laughs> oh baby. You're the best. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whatever. <clears throat> But it was mostly nice for, like, that first year especially. And then her her dad died.
1: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here in the presence of God for a very solemn event. It
3: was a dark time. I'm sorry. Yeah, thanks. I just... I don't think I ever really got over it. And I was just... I was just his friend. I can't imagine what... Luna was going through.
0: Did you guys talk about it?
3: No, not really. But I definitely noticed Luna got more of an edge after that. (sighs) It's so nice reading in the park with you. Thanks for planning this picnic.
4: Of course. It was just such a nice day. Suns out, buns out.
3: (laughs) Yo, I don't think I've ever been on a picnic before. Unless you count eating tortas with my mom in Paramount Park. Nope, that doesn't count. Oh no, Miss Bougie? Not an official picnic in your book? (laughs) I love it when you get all specific. (laughs) Shut up. It feels really special when you plan nice things like this. What do you mean? I always plan nice things for us. Do you? I feel like I'm always planning stuff. (laughs) What, do you keep me score? I'm not, I'm just trying to say this is nice. Okay, then say that instead of being all passive-aggressive about it. That's not even passive-aggressive. Passive-aggressive is like when you say you would totally love my cooking if I did it right. Uh, that's not passive-aggressive. That's the truth. And also, mansplain much? Ugh. <sighs> I'm sorry. You're right. Don't be mad.
4: <sighs> I'm not mad. It's just, why do you have to ruin everything? I love-
0: what would go through your head when she would say those things? Were you like, this is her grief talking? Because that shit will mess you up if you don't process it.
3: Yeah, she was definitely going through a lot. And I, I tried my best to be there for her more. I mean, I thought this is love, right? Like, it's a lot of work. But, you know, when, when life gets hard, you go harder. Hi, can I get two copies of this key, please? So I don't get it.
0: You're going to give her a key to your place?
3: I wanted her to know that I was all in. That there was a future here with us. Hey, babe. Happy Valentine's Day. Listen, I called around to some places, but everyone's fully booked. I'm thinking, let's stay in. I'll make dinner, steak and pasta, your favorite. Oh, and I have a surprise for you.
4: Hey, baby. Steak and pasta, yum. I have a surprise for you, too. You're going to lose your mind. See you soon.
2: Wild will be back after this break. Now, back to the show.
0: So, you're going to give Luna a key to your place, and you think that's going to fix the relationship?
3: I wasn't just giving her keys to my place. This was like big gesture time, so I was like, I'm going to ask her to move in with me. She's over here all the time anyway.
0: And did she know that?
3: I mean, it's a surprise, right? Like, who doesn't like a surprise?
0: Yeah, but usually people talk about that kind of stuff. Before it happens. You know what I mean?
3: <laughs> <laughs> well. Me to the moon. Me. I definitely thought we were ready. But you know what? It, it didn't even matter because Luna's surprise was way bigger than my surprise. <laughs> uh, can I get you something to drink? Some wine, maybe? Nah, I'm good. That's a first. Water? Sure. I have something huge to tell you. So do I. Can I go first? Of course. Okay. So well, I think so I think well, I think we've gotten to the point in our relationship where oh my I can Oh
4: god, you're so slow! I'm gonna go first.
3: Okay. I'm moving to Milwaukee. What? What? I know.
0: So you broke up. Not exactly. Oh, no. Sounds like (laughs) a long-ass (sighs) rom-com.
3: You want me to keep going? Sure. You want to go get something to eat? Yeah. Good, because I'm hungry.
0: Good, me too. (laughs) Love.
3: This season, I'm going to tell you a wild story. The kind of story that feels like a movie. I was steeped in love and in one of the most confusing relationships of my life. The kind that fucks you up. The kind that forces you to confront parts of yourself in a way you never have before. The kind that, despite all of that, makes you say, I think I'm falling in love.
1: Man, I know you think I'm playing. Just listen what I'm saying. Ring around the rosy, you the only one that know me. You know I'm from the show, me. Ain't no need to actin' phony. Used to love the way you hold me. Now we retired like Kobe.
3: Wild is written, directed, and co-hosted by me, Eric Galindo.
0: It is also written, directed, and co-hosted by me. Megan Tan.
3: Megan and I created Wild Together. Yes, we did. This podcast is powered by listeners like, like you. <laughs> and we can only keep making more episodes like this one with your partnership.
0: So you can go to slash join to support the show. Anjali Sashri Kurbachek is our senior producer. She's also a writer and director on the show. Emma Alabaster and Kyle Chang are our producers and sound designers. Our writer's room also included Bruno Lopez Vega and Victoria Alejandro. Megan
3: also produced and sound designed this podcast. Mixing and engineering by Donald Bass.
0: Wild Stars Melina Bobadilla as Luna Gabrielle Ruiz as Angela Atzuka Okatska as Liz Vanessa Arcia as Elvia and Rafael Agustin as Carlo
3: Austin Cross is our announcer special thanks to our other voice actors including Gab Shabran Brian De Los Santos Angel Lopez Galindo Lucy Kopp John Raby Caitlin Hernandez and Tyler Wayne
0: Shayna Naomi Krokmal is our Vice President of Podcasts
3: Antonia Serejido is the executive producer for LAS Studios.
0: Catherine Mailhouse is our director of content development.
3: Our website, LAS Studios, is designed by Andy Sheetwood and the digital and marketing team at LAS Studios. Our photo editor is Samantha Halu hernandez And our video editor is Carly Uzden. Thanks to the rest of the team at LAS Studios, including Jens Campbell, Taylor Kaufman, Sabir Brara, Kristen Hayford, Kristen Muller, Andy Orozco, Michael Constantino, Dan Carino, Aaron Hauer, and
0: Leo G. If you want to share your wild story, go to laus.com slash wild. Our music, including the theme song
3: by Ms. 007, is from Marmoset. Special thanks to Lizzo and Atlantic Records for her incredible song, Cause I Love You. Our tile art is by Marissa Klug Morataya.
0: Support for this podcast is made possible by Gordon and Donna Crawford, who believe that quality journalism makes Los Angeles a better place to live.
2: This episode of Wild was fictional. The characters and scenes were made up. Thanks so much for listening.
1: This program is made possible in part by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting, a private corporation funded by the American people.